0: I'll fucking shake it up you and ins- you introduce it
1: no nah. <laughs> some things are going to stay the same continuity yeah. yeah. you are listening to the learning factory please sit quietly on the carpet and remove any crayons from your nose
2: Am I allowed to drink while I'm
0: having doing this? It's fucking highly encouraged. All right, welcome to The Learning Factory, episode two of the second period, second season, whatever you want to call it. And we have a very special guest on. You might have guessed we have an earlier teacher telling us to sit on the carpet with our legs crisscross applesauce and share and be kind and get our fingers out of the glue pot, stop sticking Lego up our nose. So... We're very, very happy to have uh, our guest on this week. Jesse, do you want to introduce our fantastic
1: guest? Yes, we have Danita Bell online from Suzhou in China. Danita has been working in early years for a a long time, so long, in fact, that some of the (laughs) early years kids she taught now work with her in the school. (laughs) Oh, that's not actually true, is it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's possible. I am that old.
1: <laughs> right. Danita, give us a little, a little bit of a, uh, a rundown on who, where you have come from and your sum up your, uh, I guess, your teaching journey.
2: Uh, yes. Oh, well, I am an international teacher in China, in Suzhou. That's how I know these lovely two guys. And this was our first step into international teaching, of which um, we liked it so much. We've stayed here for 10 years. This year is our 10th. And I have been in grade one for five of those with the grade two, uh, with the two and three year olds in pre-nursery and now in my third year with the four and five year old pre-Ks, pre-kindergarten. So um, a nice extensive international experience now. I feel like I'm ready to move on to a new, new pasture. but. All the time previously to that was Australia.
0: And you were in early years in Australia as well, were you?
2: Yeah, in, in grade one mostly, probably lower elementary. Um, early years has been a new thing in the last five five years here in, in Sujo, But previously <laughs> to that, I've always thought of grade one and two and three being a part of that zero to eight-year-old year, old year um, of growth and foundations to the rest of schooling so yeah I consider myself an early childhood teacher
0: I was going to say did they ever figure out what was wrong with you to to say that you (laughs) wanted to actually do that and put yourself through that torture
2: no (sighs) unlike yourselves you guys you do um, you do the hard things with big kids big bodies and um, I'm very happy to stay with the little
1: people down my end (laughs) Well, you can make fun of them and they don't really realise at first too. Although we make fun of our students sometimes in with Dave and they didn't realise either, so okay. <laughs> much of a muchness. Anyway, um, what, if, what have you found the biggest cha- uh, differences, I guess, tonight, between early childhood back in a, in a state system back in Queensland compared to the ultra-private system of an international school?
2: that's that's a really good question and I I actually don't think there's any difference at all because young children they're they're the same everywhere but I guess being here in an international setting you you have children that are very much more worldly and exposed to um, the open-mindedness of being in an international setting and traveling a lot more than you do at home but Children as such, I I feel like early childhood, like children that are zero to seven years old are are basically the same, which is why I love teaching with them. Their their curious, creative and untouched minds are the perfect platform for creativity and learning. So I love it.
0: You're a saint. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So, what's the connection with uh, design when you're um, when you're working with the little ones? You've 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 worked with us a bit back in China to get some design stuff going, and, and sort Absolutely. of what, how do you how do you feel like that links in with um, big kids playing around with tools as opposed to little kids?
2: Uh, I, 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 I had I'm really I loved making those connections, and we can talk about that as well a little bit with um, how the early years connected with the design department, but. I think the best thing we have the chance of doing in opportunities for in early years is that you see children in their most purest state of learning in play and you get to observe them using those schema that that you could you could pick out children right from two and three year olds that are interested in making and creating and their minds and I mean, imagination. We—that's what we run on all the time, and storytelling. But the 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 beginning. Sounds like
1: <laughs> our podcast.
2: <laughs> you guys have come a long way. I feel
0: playing and <laughs> playing and storytelling. Yeah, that's, about, that's about the best description. Absolutely,
2: of yeah. So you know, the the children at, at an early years level, they they're no different, I guess, to the older ones. But we've got that chance to really um tap into that creativity and imagination at our stage where they're just beginning out and you know if you ignite that early then we're going to be giving you some of the best little minds you've ever had
0: yeah that's that's half the battle isn't it I was if they come to us whatever it is 10 years or, or eight or 10 years after coming to you yes yeah.
1: you're basically the first the first quality control on the on the, on the line though Danita, because you're the one that can basically say yeah, nah, waste of space, this one. And then we don't have to worry about, about those kids later on down the track. So essentially any any dickhead we get, it's a fuck up from you. Oh <laughs> that's
2: when shit goes wrong. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I know you guys blame us for that, but I I think that they're all there's none of them are wasted space. They've all got their purpose and their um their future in different fields, but You definitely can see the ones that are going to make it in design right back in those early years because you just watch some children and they're already making and designing and making plans and creating things and it's right right back from that start, as long as we're providing the materials and the opportunities and the freedom to do that, that um, you're going to get some little absolute amazing design artists. So... You can say thank you. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> so what was your um, drive behind getting your little early years um, workshops set up?
2: Um, I I think that in um, early years, I mean, gee, my second calling might have been a design teacher in secondary, other than the fact that I don't really um, like big people. I mean, like older students <laughs> no I do I was like going to them. say your husband's quite tall so. <laughs> and I've got teenage children I like them sometimes too but I mean I'm a creative person myself which I guess um design people are and um ensuring that that creativity is a a part of my life is a big part so I don't know all my all my years as a teacher, I've always—it doesn't matter what class I've been in—I've always had a space where I provided materials and um, and resources that allowed children that just needed that hands-on time, just to go and design and create and imagine. I've just, even if I think back the whole thirty years of teaching, that's always been a big thing for me. But that's probably because I am a creative person and you know, like time doesn't always allow it in your, you know, your free time. But as long as I'm allowing that with my students, I think that's the best thing I can do because I love being creative with them as well. And, and just watching them create.
0: This, this space you're creating, obviously you're creating like a space in their heads, like to, to be creative and allowing them the freedoms, but what does the physical space look like where they're like, what does your maker space look like?
2: Um. Well it's it has evolved especially over the last few years in an international setting and and I guess where a school uh, prioritizes that design field and being in a you know a a pre-nursery to grade 12 campus is great because we're able to tap into the design knowledge from a secondary perspective as well but the tools and and resources have changed but it's always um, a space where the children can come, and it's it, the way we like to set it up. Is in early years, obviously, it's in a play setting, uh, like a, a space, like just like you have reading and a writing and a re, uh, art corner and things like that. But it's it's got it's taken many. Um, Many forms, but at the moment we do have a design and create space with wood, and we've got into some big, big people toys that uh, our very lovely design crew did in secondary. Uh, Jesse. Male and- guns
1: and belt sanders, Dave yeah <laughs> air powered stuff like yeah
2: <laughs> no nail guns oh my god no nails definitely but yes we we things do go wrong sometimes with little people or as they do with big people I'm sure but it's always just been a space where you just provide those tools and you know our tools at our our level are you know your sticky tape your glue your double-sided tape your staplers pencils and pens and um but now we're actually moving into having a little space not in the same space but that's got hammers and nails and yeah all those cool tools that big people use and we're looking forward to using that this year a little bit more in um in a in appropriate space i guess the safety issue is always a big thing so but definitely allowing for uh a space that children even in elementary that You know, some of those children that, you know, just need that little bit of breakout time that they need that time to go and create. So I I remember in a grade one classroom, just having a little table at the back and the children uh, could just, you know, retreat back there and just make. And that's what they needed. So those little um, those little people, you can see them right from the start.
0: And what like I've got at least six or seven kids that I wouldn't trust with a hammer. And they're 16, 17-year-olds. So <laughs> did you ever have any pushback from, from the school or from parents about like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give your your three, four, five-year-old uh, a hammer and a couple of nails here and just kind of let them at it? Did you have to win over a few hearts and minds?
2: Yeah, well, we've been very lucky because um, our leadership in our early years has actually provided us with the go-ahead to to bring in the, the big, big kids' toys and... Um, and tools, so we're lucky that way. I guess there's always—I don't know. I guess we are lucky here because in an international setting and open-mindedness, that there are a lot of parent advocates for letting your children be risk takers. Obviously, in a PYP school, that's one of the things we encourage. And okay. oh, you know, it's like um, in a playground scratched knees and climbing trees and falling out and breaking bones it's it's a part of life you know these things happen and obviously we want to try and stop anything hurtful happening but you know exploring and investigating is full of you know having a couple of um, sore fingers and hair cuts when you went at the hairdressers
0: (laughs) yes (laughs) Kind of reminds me of like a, a my, my nephew getting his first haircut and he's just like wriggling around like a, I don't know, like just, <laughs> he just wants it still. I can't imagine <laughs> trying to tell that, tell that kid to have a hammer in his hand. Um, so it's kind of a, that, that time of the year now where everyone's, we're back to school. You guys got delayed because of the thing that shall not be named. Uh, yeah. But
2: no, no C um, words allowed, no matter what your rating is.
0: It's well, too many Australians on this podcast. We can't avoid that word. But um, <laughs> oh, we have so far. We have actually. Yeah, we've been very good. Been very good.
2: Let's not make tonight the first night. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: aside from COVID, um, we're, we're all kind of back to school now. What's your um? What's your well, first of all? What's your favorite thing and your least favorite thing about the whole back to school time? The orientation, reorientation, PD sort of stuff.
2: Oh <sighs> It's, it's the best time. It's that time of getting to know the kids and finding out what they like, observing them getting to know them as little people. It's, it, uh, I think, you know, like this is the time, like we've got all these spaces provided for them that's going to allow them to be um, little designers and creators. So it's um, and negotiating those agreements with them just to find out um what what we need to be doing in different spaces and things so it's it's an exciting time i think i love the beginning of the year you know new possibilities new 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 little lives that we're um we're blessed to be making a difference in
0: i i just remembered uh, you <laughs> messaging us there on uh on twitter not so long ago and saying uh one of your favorite sections of the podcast was uh, it was the win it or bin it section we did. So we were we were kind of hoping yes, you um, loved you'd indulge us for a little bit. So um, Jesse's gonna he's got a list of words here. He's gonna take you through, and you can say win it or bin it.
2: Great. <laughs> All right, we've, oh, um, I'm a little bit nervous about it. Okay.
1: We've uh, tried to give it a little bit of a um, an early years early years uh, flavor as well. All right. So. We'll start off a little bit broad. Uh, we try and throw this one <laughs> okay. in at all places. Okay. Peeves and traits. Ooh. Peeves and traits.
2: Uh, it's been done a few too many times. I'd like to use
1: it on it if you could. Yeah, Danita, 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 It's Danita, not discusses you the or... of the game. <laughs> it's, you just say win it or bin it, and that's it. Oh. You don't have to explain it. There's no justifying the need.
0: She's just come off uh, a master's, so she's always got to justify things. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: okay. Sorry, that I'm was a bit tough one. All now, right. Sorry. All right. Good work. All right. Okay. <laughs> skill shit.
2: Oh, really pulling out the hard ones. Ah, skill. You shares. wait for the next lot. <laughs> oh. uh I think we need new names. Ah, uh, Bennett.
0: Bennett. Oh, two two bins in a
1: row. <clears throat> Team teaching.
0: Oh, uh,
2: what was the other one? winnett
1: <laughs> win it definitely win it I <laughs> might have been, yeah. yeah love it uh, admin
2: you know I've been that
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know we get it. We get a bit uh, revolutionary around here like
2: oh more, well, guys we've got to get some admin listening to this show we better win it
0: oh yeah. okay we, all right Mark that was enough
1: awful... yeah he said some myths right right release time hmm.
2: okay release time i think we need to be in it need to need oh. to have a different focus
1: oh explain yourself there you, you might have a new timetable set up for you on uh, september 1st 25 hours a week
2: definitely i mean hey let's not call it release time because that that gives the connotation that we're actually releasing teachers from something. Definitely, I mean, planning time. Call it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I believe teachers need time for planning. So, release time.
1: Non non face to face teaching time. <laughs> That's all the time for me.
2: Yeah. Well, definitely, there's a win it for that. I think it's all right, the release time. I think the release word is the. Yeah. <laughs> You guys don't have a gender here at all.
1: Okay. <laughs> Messy play.
2: Love it. Bin it. Oh, win it. Win it. Win it. <laughs> Messy plays.
1: Good.
0: So Turn the bin necessary. over right? All right. and then play with all the stuff that comes out of the bin.
1: <laughs> all right. <laughs> toilet training.
2: <laughs> toilet training is necessary. Win it. It's early. early it's <laughs> win it.
1: Right.
2: Toilet training.
1: Win Friday staff drinks. training.
2: Otherwise, you'd be <laughs> – I'll win it. <laughs>
0: That's the real time. release time. <laughs> real release time.
1: All right. All right. Yes, I've got two absolutely. left. Absolutely. I've got two left. These are probably mm. the hardest ones you'll have to answer the whole time. Kevin Walters and the Brisbane Broncos.
2: <laughs> I'm getting prompted from beside. Whew, win it. I like Kevy. He's back from the age.
1: That's, so that shit's going straight to it. the bloody furnace. He'll get there. All right. And the last one, essential oils.
2: I was doing that before he got on, making my little, my little concoctions.
1: That could be that could be what happened. Win it to your all away. The
2: they work in the classroom too.
1: i was so, just sort of like
0: mad scientist thing going on in my head now, where you're mixing these substances together, like breaking bad, but with essential oils.
2: This is creativity, creativity at its best. Don't you worry.
0: I call this yeah. I, I, call, I call this essential oil Don't say early it. years toilet training. Grandpa's socks. It smells like shit. Uh,
1: <laughs> all right, Danita. Danita, so I'm sure in your in your bloody decades of teaching you've had lots of success stories. But when's the time it's all gone tits up?
2: At least once a day, twice. Uh, you know. Um you know, we give the children, uh, we honor the children with the ability to use tools and engage in what they want to do and within it within obviously a, a classroom that is a, a structured environment to a certain extent and there's always always going to be things that go to shit. And that's not just because we're in early years and we have shit in pants and on the floor and all over the place. But <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys don't have that worry.
1: i uh, would surprised. Once after the all you could eat curry night.
2: That was the adult. No, but the children, I mean, on a, if, you, if we are giving children um, opportunities, there's always going to be be times that are going to um have a few problems obviously children with cut haircuts that they um the parents weren't anticipating they've looked pretty bad and taken a lot of um, maintenance to to rectify and um cutting uniforms and um snips all over the place in clothes and things that that's 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 a very very common happening so you know it's all happening down little people little people like working with animals and children it's 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 an ever ever happening time where things go wrong all the time but we're all learning they're learning we're learning and you just uh, go with flow let it happen and I hope for the best.
1: Sounds like a great lesson though. <laughs> I've heard Danita. Like we all know that you are you're quite obsessive with collecting things because you could take them into into the class for the kids to use. Now, ranging from you know, empty wine bottles to egg cartons and everything. Is it <laughs> is it true that you even go so far as to collect Tim's fingernails as he chews them off because they could be used in art somewhere? <laughs> no disturbing if true that's
2: disgusting <laughs> but there are <laughs> there are there is a, a, a use and a purpose for every little bit you can find i will tell you that jesse donnelly everything else definitely <laughs> loose parks are very utilized in my classroom
1: now the other thing we do with a lot of our listeners, Anita, um, sort of a, a spin-off of one of our episodes is we have our, our fantasy faculty so uh if you could select two other people to to come in and either uh be other teachers in your in your early years team or team teach with them who would they be now they don't have to be alive but they do have to have been an actual person you can't ask for fucking cat woman to come in what she wasn't real
2: but I really, I loved this. I loved this episode. And I was just marvelling at how you guys had a knowledge of so many different people. And and I guess I could really draw on people that are pretty prominent in my life, not just the people I work with, but people who are leading the way as as early childhood teachers or design teachers or just teachers. Early childhood. Just work early,
1: with. Early childhood. Yeah, just work with. Whatever. Yeah.
2: Mmm. Oh gee.
0: Like Mr. Rogers or someone like you know.
2: Oh. oh, Fred Rogers. What a dude. Um, you know what? I oh god, this is so hard. I thought you guys were amazing to be able to pick these. Um God, it would be a musician. Wait a minute. Let me
0: sorry, we can edit out your Googling.
2: Oh no, I'm not Googling. I'm not a Googler. Oh, I, I do Google. Oh, Eric but... Bogle. Um, do you know what? it's not going to be Eric Vogel. Look, I really, I love the work of um, Brene Brown. She's my other podcast. You and her are my um, go-to podcasts. So, and she talks about shame and vulnerability. And I think when you work with children, you definitely need to be open to both of those. And as teachers, I feel we are one of the most vulnerable Um, occupations professions in the world you make mistakes all the time you learn from them but that's a part of learning so i do i would love to work with brene and then i can always hashtag her into my tweet as well so then she'll see that your podcast and um oh musicians this is where i need you guys prompting me with some really
1: thoughts here
2: you know, I had prepared for the best cocktail like my cocktail and now oh, you guys we'll are the we'll I mean, you didn't-
1: we're we're running the fucking interview Denise. don't tell us what we're going to ask you not the wiggles maybe no. just choose just choose tim <laughs> oh, that's tim's wiggles oh. what about the
0: entire cast of sesame street
1: for all our listeners out there we're going to get back to denita's answering episode <laughs> 17
0: just a quick quick word from our sponsors while we wait for this also, if anybody'd like to sponsor us, that'd be great.
2: Because I was ready for the cocktail. Because I'm really no, good we got to catch
0: that. you on the catch you on the hop.
2: Oh. All right. Well,
0: let's. let's yeah. Let's well, skip. see, that's why let's I was, was, I was
2: worried because I'm not good on the hop.
0: All right. So, if um, you you said you said you were listening to um to the summer shorts series, and one of the, the things in the summer shorts series was yes. that everybody had to describe a cocktail or a, or a drink, um that would sort of encompass or or would describe them as a teacher so if you had a drink that described you as a teacher what would it be
1: Bundy rum straight up
2: well out of the many cocktails on the list there are a few to choose from I could choose many of them you know what I I would like to go for a margarita uh, a little bit of a Da, 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 da. Um, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of citrus in there, fruitiness, and of course a little bit of ice to cool it down. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, as opposed to when we always love those really warm margaritas. Mm, yeah, a nice,
0: a nice room temperature margarita. <laughs>
2: <Lovely>. <laughs> Nothing worse than a hot margarita. Thank you.
0: No, I'm off the long line.
2: Unless Island, it's yeah, a pizza. So.
0: Yeah. So a margarita describes you as a teacher because it's it's acidic, it's harsh, and it's cool. No, 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 no. No, it's um
2: it's fun. It's it's fun. And it's it's um it's it's dick. It's got a bit of everything in it.
0: All right. Have you thought about your um your, your fancy faculty?
2: Jeez, I've been talking. You know what? Um, <laughs> All
0: right, so Miss Bell, multitasking, I do not a have, great skill. Oh,
2: yes. Write that one down. But I, um, I think, look, I'd really like a magician, uh, magician, I mean a musician to work with. A magician would be good as well. But a musician, I, I'm going with somebody young. I'm going with somebody who's I've got a huge amount of respect for and talent and I think that she is um, probably Generation X. Um, she's young. She, she never stops to amaze me. I'm really building it up here.
1: Mm. But
2: um, my, my daughters both have introduced me to her work and I'm a real fan. And this might be a little bit, I don't know, cringy, but I'd really, I'd love to work with Taylor Swift. Is that all right?
0: She's a, she's a millennial for the record because we were born in the same year
2: oh sorry she's millennial oh geez dang so yeah
0: she has thinking- she hasn't aged
1: as much as you though Dave
0: yeah that'll, that'll crush your uh your, your teenage daughter's opinion of Taylor Swift when you tell her that we're the same age oh like, no oh, she's not cool anymore oh,
2: <laughs> oh no yeah. all right you millennials oh geez what, now what could have been Danita
1: Danita you you've got a bit of a uh you got a bit of a presence on social media. So if anyone out there is thinking, actually, actually you know what? Uh, I want to find out a little bit more about what this lady does with Ellie Childhood. How do they find you on the Bluebird?
2: Uh, that would be at Bell I think. I never looked myself up much, but
1: oh, I, I EA, um, Find Donita, at Bell I think. <laughs> <laughs> All one word. <laughs>
2: And thank you for this great publicity and opportunity. You guys rock. Love what you're doing. Love the natural, um, just the whole, you know, easygoing feel about this and just having conversations. Conversations are good. And I miss you both a lot. Oh,
0: thanks. You wouldn't believe the amount of preparation it, it, it takes to sound <laughs> this half-arsed.
2: Good work, guys. Thank you.
0: No worries. All right, well, hopefully we all get to a to meet up in the one space, because this has been the, the most diverse. We're in three different countries, three different time zones, trying to get this all working and So far, it's all gone, swimmingly.
1: She was so excited this morning. She woke up and she wet her pants a little bit.
2: Well, hey, I am from early years. Come on. <laughs> Haven't I, have I got not got my camera on? Have I, can I see you, but you can't see me? Yeah,
0: we've that- been looking at your no. name.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you could see me. I was really worried when I was taking a drink that you could see me. I know everybody else can't
1: see me. You 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 don't need to see me.
2: (laughs) Sorry about that. I didn't realize.
1: You have been listening to The Learning Factory, end of recording. It's a podcast, Anita. It's not a fucking personal call. (laughs)
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. I thought we were finished. I thought it was
1: over.